Hey guys, uh, Steve from Akron here. Uh, long time, eighth time. You know, it's uh, it's been a few months. I uh, I've seen Aaron and uh, Jordan sling it out on uh, the practice field at training camp for those Packers that we all love, and uh, couldn't help but notice that the return of football lacks the return of the pot. So um, it'd be great if uh, you guys could uh, get back to work for me here. Um, and uh, look for Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. I just started us. How are you? There it is. Welcome to the podcast. Fantasy Time Radio is back. Radio? Uh, I don't know. It's a podcast. Scott here. Badger Pride. We are on video. If anybody wants to uh, break into our Zoom, although it's tough because uh, Pepsi requires a passcode. So good luck getting past that. Uh, But yeah. Scott here, Logan. Welcome. Uh, well, thanks for having us. Um, I, I or uh, having me, I guess. I appreciate it. Just real quick for everyone, the passcode is six four one three six eight. In case anyone wanted to jump in, but there you go. Carry on, guys. Uh, that's good. So that's that. And Dan from Brothers Mendez is here, the twenty nineteen Dynasty Time Champion. Welcome to the pod. That's, uh, I think that's the first time I've heard that said out loud by anybody in the league. Yeah, we really think, failed you. Yeah, it's all good. We, we had a hard time closing the season out with a podcast last year, and then someone had a baby or something in January, so it kind of slipped away there. But uh, I'm happy to be back now as a two-time champion. And a little fun fact, which maybe some know, but I'm sure at least five owners don't know, the only three other people who've won twice are the brothers Pizer, mm. which is actually interesting. So, Craig, you're stuck with me now as an honorary Pizer brother because I've won twice, and I think that just God. that that gets me in. That gets me into the club. That's that's scary. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. It's been a Pizer two timer for a while, but Mendez jumps in there. Logan, have you won any championships here? No, I'm new. Remember, I just showed up a couple years ago and you guys gave me a shitty team. So I've been hanging out and just giving you guys money for the past couple years. But, you know, yep. whatever. We how did all those a shitty team. How are all those potential keeper running backs doing? I'm so happy that we're resetting the league because, you know, after a couple years of trying to build for the future, it's really good to have $400 just flush down the drain and the investment I've made into this. So I'm really excited to, to join and be back again for another year with you all. There you go. That's exciting. Uh, and yeah, we're, re- we're resetting and keeper league and everything. That's, that's awesome. 2020 big year. What are we resetting or are we just kind of hanging we're, out for a year? We're, we're taking a gap year. Uh, well, I like exciting. that. <laughs> the dynasty time gap year. 
Red shirt. Uh, so, so yeah, if you're new to the to the communication, this is not a keeper league this year. Uh, pretty unanimous from the town hall. I was surprised, uh, but with the whole you know pandemic thing going on, uh, seemed like the right thing to do. So this should be fun. We'll be able to test out some scoring, some rules. Um, yeah, Are you guys excited for a redraft year? Absolutely. Blessing in disguise to test out the new, the new roster duration and the new scoring. I'm all in for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty indifferent. <laughs> That's good. Hey, Steve. Uh, the NWO had some opportunities to be good in the past, um, but this will probably be your best opportunity because nobody knows what the hell they're going to be doing. Um, should we should we spell out quickly what the rules are lineup wise because everyone forgot? I think that'll be good. I know everyone's going to listen to this too, so of it'll course. be a really good opportunity for people to get caught up. More of a chance they listen to this than actually go to the website. So, uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receiver, a tight end. We have a flex running back, wide receiver, tight end, and a super flex where we add the quarterback. Oh, and there's a defense, too, for some reason. So there you go. We moved from three wide receivers to a flex and did the super flex. And I, and I posed this question um, a couple of days ago, and I didn't really get an answer, but did we decide on quarterback versus quarterback? You can't move around on your mic. What was that? I asked if we decided on, a, on team quarterback or individual quarterback. I don't think team quarterback was ever – I thought you were joking. Uh, it's individual quarterback. Right, that's good to know. That changes everything for me. I appreciate it. Oh, so difficult sometimes. Um, we vote on it. Is is, is like voting? Is like is like just generic asshole an appropriate character for this season for me? How's this <laughs> How's this playing so far in the in the testing of the pod? That's usually my role. So if you want to join me on that island, please. I do not want to join you anywhere, dude. I don't, I don't know if Dan's the annoying asshole. He's just the one who wants to argue about every goddamn thing in this league. Um, to be fair, it's not arguing. Up. Just to be one. fair, to be fair, it's not arguing. It's it's the league voicing its opinion on Slack, which is meant to generate conversation. And just because only three and a half people use it, it makes me look like I talk about everything. But no. That was funny because I happened to be on it when you were doing that, so I just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah, so it was bad timing, so that's good. Yeah, so just you should start posting shit like, I don't know, at like 8 a.m. when I'm trying to figure out my life for the day. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so the draft will be interesting because nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Uh, the scoring is going to be tough to project as well because we have a few changes. Uh so passing yards have gone down in case you haven't noticed that. The thing you really haven't noticed, I'm assuming half the league has really not noticed that we have added a half a point for first downs. Um, and if this is the first time you're hearing it, I'm sorry, but tough shit. Uh, first downs, that's exciting. That's a weird rule. And to clarify, it's, it's first downs for receptions and rushing specifically and not for quarterbacks at all not for quarterbacks at all actually right you're right so a quarterback who rushes first down for a first down does not get those points 
Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I'd be strongly against this rule. Here's one. I, here's one I actually agree with you, Scott. I thought I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But the fact that it's like a middle ground between like half point PPR and going to full point PPR, which I've in the past at least thrown out there. Um, it's a, it's a meaningful middle ground, which I think is, and it does exactly what we want to do where it makes some wide receivers and running backs more valuable. And we wanted to make it a harder decision to, we going to start your super flex. So I think it's, it solves all problems we've talked about with this. If there were any, Right, Logan? He's fidgety. Sit still, dude. Uh, No, that's that's definitely really good. I agree with all of your points. (laughs) I was reading Twitter, guys. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling Twitter right now. I have no clue what you're talking about. You're struggling. I thought it was a new character that just agreed with you all of a sudden. Jeez. Um, Yeah, the first down thing will be interesting. We'll see how it works. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. Um, Sorry. Thank you. Um, I honestly think that it's um, any attempt to, as I know there's that, well, it's fantasy, it's not real football and all that, but I like the idea. First downs are important in real football. And so having a little bit of importance in them in fantasy is good, especially given our situation and the concerns we have about quarterback scoring. So uh, all for it. Happy that we have a year, though, to test it out to see how it goes. Uh, how do you think this draft is going to go? Like, do you expect a lot of quarterbacks up front? Or do you think people are going to be wary of, of doing that strategy? Like, yeah, I just don't know what to expect. I mean, I think anyone who's done a two-quarterback league or a super flex league before knows and will understand the importance of at least getting one stud quarterback. Like, you, you, you can't win the league if you have – Matt Stafford and you know, Darnold's going out there. You know, like, this is not going to work, right? So I, I, I certainly expect the first couple rounds to be filled with quarterbacks, and I would imagine that every team is going to have have one in the first two, two rounds, three rounds for sure. I will be interested to see if there are any quarterback, quarterback people yeah. um, or who get two in the first three rounds and try to corner that market. Um just to see, just to see what how that plays out, and then what the rest of their team looks looks like too. Given the scoring that we have, you know, I don't know exactly what strategy I'll take yet, but how those teams perform over the course of the year versus those who do maybe aren't as aggressive, it'll inform a lot going into draft twenty twenty one, which I think for most people is where a lot of the interest will lie. Nothing is not going to try to win this year, of course. I mean, there's still a lot of money on the line and. Well, even those who are not as active, pretty competitive, and want to do well, uh, there's it'll be interesting to see what we can learn from the different strategies this year to go into 2021. So let me ask you this: In leagues that you've done, two quarterback leagues, have you ever done one that has had more than ten teams in it? Because I feel like it's become very common, or not very, but it's become more common to do two quarterback leagues, super flex, super flex sure. leagues when you only have 10 teams, we got 14 and we now have a flex um, in addition. Right. Yeah. So you kind of have to, you can't punt on, if you go quarterback, quarterback, who are your running backs going to be? Well, and that's the reason that's I asked around team quarterback. And it, I, I mean, I asked it sarcastically because it never got brought up and I knew it wasn't going to be a thing for this year, but 
I've, so I've never done a two QB league. So I don't know in reality how it actually works or plays out. And philosophically, I think we can all kind of guess. But given injuries or other issues that arise that way, um, I've only heard of when you get over, when you get into that 14, 16, 18 team league, something crazy like that and you have a two-quarterback or a super flex system, going to team QB versus regular QB is a way to mitigate that. Um, so to answer the question, I have no idea how it'll work out or what will end up happening, but I know that is part of the workaround in those larger leagues. It's interesting. I don't know if that really fixes anything because you can just pick up the other guy. Like if Mahomes gets hurt, you just – go and pick up the KC guy. I guess someone else could. Um, it allows yeah, you to invest I, as, in, in a league like that, that you have a lot of people and you're going two QBs. It allows you to best yeah. invest with your picks in an offense as much as it does in an individual player to right. hedge against that. Because if you go a two QB league and you take Mahomes or Jackson in the first round and they get hurt, like you're, you're done. The season yeah, but is over. And and maybe if you took a running back early, you'd also be done because that's tough to come back from. But it's just a little different in a two QB league where you get punished so much. So at least you can make up some of that production in theory. That's the yeah, logic. I, I, practice I just don't think that I, I don't think that works in a dynasty style league, to be honest. Because um, I think that's it's too. picking up you know younger backup quarterbacks and trying to stash them or something like that. So. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I just I don't think that really works in a dynasty style league. And then I think the other thing that we might be underplaying a little bit is the scoring. In a normal two-quarterback league, quarterbacks are probably still getting standard scoring points. And Agreed. certainly wide receivers and running backs aren't getting that extra half point for first downs. So the fact that we have now done that, yes, yeah. the top quarterbacks are still going to be very, very good, just like they are in any, in any normal league. But now those lower-level quarterbacks, it's not an obvious decision that they start in your super flex spot. And you're much easier yeah. able to stream that random 28th, 29th, 30th quarterback on a given week if you really need to. But if you have really good depth at running back, Logan, like you had in recent years, or maybe one of those years, you could actually start all four of them, um, which, which I think is really cool too. So, um, yeah, it would be interesting. To use a term that we've used in the past, we've really nuked QB scoring here. Um, <laughs> to a point where, like, QBs – like, the Mahomes and Jacksons of the world are still top players, but they already were. Um, but, yeah, I, my – the interesting thing to me is what happens after – when you get to QB2, the spread just isn't that much. And so I wonder – you know, what's a Stafford versus a Rivers? And is it worth picking up that second quarterback once you've already lost out on getting two in the top 14? You know, if you get two QB1s, I think that's an advantage. Um, but then after that, hopefully we've done the scoring right, to your point, Dan, that, you know, you can start to make a decision, like, do I want that running back or quarterback to be my super flex? Um, and you're not required to pick a shitty 24th ranked quarterback but yeah we will see that'll be interesting um 
so yeah, the other the other thing to that you said earlier that I think is huge is like if you don't pick a running back early, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> like if you're in those like top six, seven, eight picks, and you don't get a running back, oof. Like, well, yeah, and I think that so, depth is so low. Right, and so I I clarified this that, with you earlier today that the scoring on the website now. Well, last year's scoring reflects our new scoring system, right? Correct. So, on the 2020 so, website, you're looking at current system scoring. Right. If so you want to look can, at the old scoring, you can go to the 2019 website. Right. So you can now truly look at it. I started looking at it briefly today. Quarterbacks were not as high as I thought they were. I mean, I, no. I trust from the beginning They're of not. this whole thing, even when we started talking about Superflex last year, I'm like, well, why don't we just make it a two-quarterback? Everybody's going to start two quarterbacks. Well, now is what we've done with the scoring – I was looking at it. It's not that clear. Uh, Logan is flashing the screen here. Um, oh, sorry, flashing, <laughs> flashing, a, flashing a picture. That was a really cute picture. Who yeah, were those people? Yeah. Logan is struggling sitting still. He was just pacing yeah. around the room. We can only see the top of his head for a few minutes. But uh, anyway, I, I am yeah. happy the scoring is updated on the site. Last year's stats are updated uh, with this year's scoring. So now you can truly do that research. Obviously this year is kind of a test year in a way too. So it's going to be intriguing. I mean, I, I fully expect to see people going ham on quarterbacks in the first three rounds. I fully expect that, but I think we're going to prove this year that you might actually not need to. I mean, so one it's 1030 at night. Okay. <laughs> the, the Adderall wore off a couple hours ago. This is the best you get. All right. I'm so sorry for one. So, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Two, what I, I guess there's I'm, – I'm curious how people look at Lamar and Mahomes, how they bunch those in with those top four to six running backs. Like, are they – do the top four running backs, the universal top four, or we'll throw Delvin in and make it a top five do those top seven become the true tier one? And then after that, it becomes everyone else. And then for the cute, like, where does the, where does the line stop between true elite quarterbacks that make it worthwhile to drop down to pass on a quarterback to focus then on getting your wide receivers and getting your, getting your running backs. I think no one will fault anyone for taking uh, Mahomes or, Lamar Jackson right away in the first round, or even a Russell Wilson based on what he can what he can do there. Where where do you stop with those quarterbacks to focus on those running backs, and then where do the quarterbacks pick up? Like, how are people going to tier the quarterbacks and slot those against the other position players? I think it'll be super interesting because I have no idea where people will, will fall on yeah. that. I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts on which way you're thinking about it? Yeah, I don't, it's t- I don't have a strategy because I don't know anything right now, but just on my brief look, I get the sense that if you're like a top five pick, I mean, I kind of just said it, but I, I don't know if you can afford to go with a Mahomes or Jackson, even though their points are going to be just as high or higher than the running back you pick the drop off at running back just feels so big or like a Michael Thomas, like he's so far ahead of the other wide receivers right now. 
I have a hard time going quarterback that early, even in this situation. But yeah, so, I'm, like I'm just looking at um, current ADP of two QB leagues. It's if I list you the top, I'll list you the top eight current ADP: McCaffrey, Mahomes, Saquon, oh. Lamar, Zeke, Michael Thomas, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. And yeah, that, so it, no Lamar. No Lamar's at no, Lamar's, oh, Lamar's four overall. McCaffrey, gotcha. Mahomes, Mahomes Barkley, yeah. Jackson. I That's think one thing, favorite. one thing that we're forgetting here, or not forgetting, but I don't think it has anything to do with not anything, but I don't think it really has all that much to do with the two quarterback league or our new league. I think that's to do with Mahomes and Jackson were insane last year, right? So, like, yes, I hear what you're saying, Logan, kind of what you're getting at. Like, it'll be very interesting to see where quarterbacks start to interject themselves and did maybe that third-tier quarterbacks move up a tier overall because of our scoring. But I think because Mahomes and Jackson were outrageous last year, they've made themselves top five picks in a lot of leagues this year, not just, you know, leagues with more unique scoring. I mean, I picked Mahomes like five last year in one of my leagues, I think. I, I picked him pretty early. Um, yeah. And you could say it's wrong, but, I mean, he, he, won, won, he won people's leagues <laughs> in the, the year before he got hurt this year. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I There is a part of me that's so excited that we're testing this because I'm worried that we're almost nuking QB too much. Um. But I think the interesting decision will be past Mahomes and Jackson. Like, Logan, you kind of talked about it, but I think it's going to be that next yeah. year of, like, I mean, I, the I mean, second, third round of, like, usually people would have just waited till the fourth round to yeah. pick a quarterback. Now it's, I mean, there, there's five QBs in the top 12 of current ADP. Across all, and two QB. And two QB. And that's aggregated data across yeah. ESPN, Yahoo, and CBS Sports for all of their drafts. Now – they're all idiots because they're not an MFL, but yeah, that's you know. totally it. But you also have Dak, Russ, and Kyler Murray in there as well, Oof. and then Deshaun Watson right behind there too. So, I mean, I don't know. we're going to be talking about quarterbacks this year. We never talk about quarterbacks. Yeah, and one other thing to call out, and this is a little bit more. This is specific to our league. Historically, or historically in our league, it's been one point for every twenty minutes passing, right? Actually, in most standard leagues, if I'm not wrong, quarterbacks are one for every 25 yards. So our league has all quarterbacks more than an average league. So now we're getting to about one for every 30-ish, you know, based on whatever the decimal point we ended up at. So yeah. we're now, we've now swung the pendulum, you know, the other way past average leagues, which I right. hear you, Scott, is that too far when you combine the fact that we've now increased that first down piece I don't think so, though. I yeah. think if you, if you take out that five yards from 20 to 25, I thought that should have happened a while ago. Uh, well, not a huge deal, but I would have been okay with that a while ago going to that. And now we're just going that extra five yards. Um, to me, it actually might create a little bit of a bigger gap between the top two quarterbacks and then everybody else. But that everybody else group, to me, becomes bigger um, now than it does before. But, again, I agree with yeah. you 100%. This year is a great year to test it. We're all going to be on a level playing field next year when we reset because we've seen this happen. And, you know, Scott doesn't have a full advantage because he's done an insane statistical analysis on all of this, and he's ready to beat all of our asses this year. 
<laughs> where, where I think the biggest watch out that we're going to have is, though, is with the changes to scoring, is it is going to impact all the quarterbacks scoring is going to come down, all the other scoring is going to come up. What I don't know is if we are going to unintentionally, based on the first down and the docking of passing yards, is we are going to create almost a I don't know what I don't know how to describe that. Where the elites are going to stay elite, and everyone else is going to just be like a gobbled mess. And then as a result, if you don't have those couple elite players, you're in trouble. So if you don't have those couple of weak players, you're in trouble. And so what I don't know then is two years, three years, four years down the road, a team that has a couple keepers that they drafted early on that really hit that became elite, if they actually just become – like there's no sense better. of ever parity, parity in the league because the scoring system has created a have-and-have not approach. I don't know that we yeah. can test that truly in one year, though, and that's what gives me a little, a little pause. And we can kind of—I don't know—maybe we can. But that's the big concern that I have with the, with the changes. I think. I mean, we can look at the scoring. Um, I think you're right, though. I think the first downs benefits the better players more, just in general. Like Michael Thomas is going to get four, five more points a game. McCaffrey's going to get four points a game more. Like it's just that's what it is. So the gap between those is, I do worry it's going to get bigger. Well, and, the, and that's okay for right now because as they reset and they're a bunch of first-round draft picks, they're going to turn over year exactly. over year anyway. Everyone's right. going to be there. It's what happens when we draft a bunch of rookies and you hit a couple of them and they turn into the McCaffreys and the Michael Thomas yeah. and then the league's over. Well, it, goes, it goes back to Dan's argument last year which was how do we get the worst players better i mean i think dan you were you were trying to figure that out essentially and and ppr was one way to think about that i think the but i think yeah. it would it's the same problem right like the good players are going to get more catches so it's not really yeah. solving that problem right um, so yeah it's tough because the bad players are just shitty like that's just the way it is too <laughs> i would yeah, so I would hypothesize. I got into this on the Slack. I forgot which Slack channel it was on and who could see it. But I would hypothesize that actually PPR would create less of a spread, say, at the wide receiver position than does the first downs. However, I understand why people hate PPR. I have no way to prove that. And it would, I think it would be really close regardless. But, like, I'm just going back to, like, little wide receivers, like – who was that guy in Jacksonville a few years ago? Just catch a ton of small catches. Maybe they were for first downs, but like, there's been guys who like were PPR gems. Um, so like, to me, that brings up some of the lower slot wide receivers, like on bad teams with PPR that makes those guys more, more an option for your super flex or your flex for that matter. Um, but I understand why people don't like PPR. I don't love it either. And I actually like the half point for first downs because it rewards actual good winning football um so what i would say logan honestly and i mean it maybe is half point too much maybe is it and it doesn't end up being a quarter point i mean shit we're doing whatever we're in the, hundred, decimals. We're in the hundreds now yeah yeah, yeah so i mean i don't and that's that's one that's good to avoid ties i like i've got no problem with that and i don't think i don't think i don't think we want to like star players make the league work they like win you championships like we don't want to like diminish them 
And so, like, I think the scoring to reward those best players makes sense and is right. What I don't want to have happen is five years from now, everyone be sitting there being like, ugh, Logan again is going to win the league again because he has all of, like, the four best keepers in the league that he can just roll with for whatever. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and everyone is just like, oh, whatever, here we go again. Um, especially in a two-quarterback league where even if we knew quarterback scoring – if you get lucky and you draft the next two Lamar Jacksons in like the 14th round as they come out, like, yeah, it, it I creates mean, we'll, a dynamic. But we'll cross that bridge when we when we yeah. get there. I know I'm not too worried about it, but just a thing. If nothing else, it's allowing me to to talk on this wonderful podcast. I think the one thing to keep in mind is keepers moving forward will have like limits. We're not going to let the Gronk thing happen again. Right. Sorry, C-City. Um, but, like, Gronk was literally not on another team his whole career. Although now he's on the Bucks, so who knows? So maybe. He's on <laughs> but I'm sure C-City will draft him. Um, sure. For so, sure. yeah, so that won't happen again because I think we'll have some sort of limits. But, yeah. Point taken. I, I think you're always going to have good keepers and bad keepers, so it's hard to avoid. Well, there's that. Uh, the one other change to the scoring, in case you didn't care, uh, we got rid of yards on the defensive side. So that's fun. <laughs> You're welcome, Logan. We, we, we lost Logan. Uh, the other change is um, – <laughs> what was it? I can't even remember. <laughs> the scoring of the points is now not range. So that's exciting. It was the last holdout of the, like, zero to five points matters, six to ten. So now it's every point is a half a point docked in fantasy scoring. So you start with 12 and you go down to zero. If you give up 25 points or 24 points, you're at zero, and that's the end of it. So it lowers defensive scoring. It lowers the gap between defenses a little bit, but Dan wins. The whole goes so down. just just one last time to explain why this is important is because when at the end of the season it's no one at, cares. <laughs> it's no not one important. Cares. You done? Yes. Carry on. Um, if you rank no all the, one cares. the top fifty players at the end of the season, too many of them were fucking defenses, and that's not why we play fantasy football. It's about random ass players. Who do and weird shit? It's and about the gap. It's about <laughs> when Joe Mixon just decides to go off in the playoffs and win me a championship. I can say whatever the fuck I want in the preseason podcast, Logan. Right now, Steve. Now we're just putting an explicit tag on this thing. You, you're always welcome to talk. Lord knows you do it enough. <laughs> wow. On that note. Whew. Logan's got an attitude over there. What you drink? What you drinking tonight, Logan? Drugs. Well, it's alcohol. There's a drug. So there you go. You mix these two. <laughs> oh my god. No, I am drinking. What am I drinking? I got a three one two. Oh, I almost pulled out a three one two. I got the the next coast oh, uh, from Goose. I had this earlier. Dude, we got the same um, – is that the passion fruit one? Yeah. We got the same variety pack, I think. Oh, I checked out this koozie, by the way, guys. 
That's legit. Future uh, Secretary of Treasury, maybe? I hope so. Or, or, or Senate Majority Leader. Anything. Now we're talking. Um, cool. So that is the scoring and rules. Anything else there? Yeah, I apologize, Dan. That was... Yeah, that was weird. That was really, really accurate. I'm sorry. He just says nothing. He's got nothing. No, I, um, I, 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 I joke with you. I, I say this sincerely. I appreciate your engagement and your passion for for this. While I, I can't always match it, I try my best. And um, the league is better for your uh, your engagement and your willingness to push and advocate for your positions. I think we're collectively better for your contribution. So thank you very much. Wow. Did did you what? did you get paid to speak at the RNC? That was good. No, no there were no lies. What I just said, I'm no. That's that was real, sincere lying. Your leader, you are great in every way. I am trying to be a nice guy. Okay. Jeez. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the last topic, so that this isn't an hour and a half podcast, that no one can get through because who listens to podcasts anymore? We don't commute. We don't do anything. So I don't know. I mean, Dan didn't commute before. So yeah. Uh, The draft September 2nd until somebody complains that they can't do it. Probably Logan. Wait, what day is that? (laughs) That would be Wednesday, September 2nd. Your brother was the reason we had to switch it from the first place. Um, yeah. What, who invited that guy? So that'll be fun. We, we can't do a real life draft. Although I guess Rossman, if you want to meet up outside, we could do it. Um, but we're going to do something fun. We'll do a zoom. We're not doing teams. We'll do a zoom. (laughs) Um, Now that I have the Zoom app, this is working pretty well tonight. Zoom and Teams, I feel like quality is pretty good. When we did the Google chat, when we played Catan, Logan, like that quality of video is just horrendous. So I don't know what Google's doing. Um, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'm sorry. Yeah, talk to him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll probably do a Zoom. I think that'll be, that would be cool, uh, but we'll still do the draft like on the website. We're not going to do like, okay, Logan, make your pick. Uh, Cause that would take six hours and we don't need that. We already have people complaining after 20 minutes. So yep, that's inevitable. Uh, but yeah, that'll be... by the way, like, what do you expect? It's once a like I'm listen. All right. It's once a year. It's actually probably one of, if not the most fun part of fantasy football is the draft. And I know it's not the ideal situation for it, but don't show up and 45 minutes into this thing, start bitching about how long it takes. That's annoying, and that's stupid. By all means, harass whoever is taking 14 minutes in the 15th round to pick their stupid kicker. Dan. Whatever. Um, but, no, Dan but, doesn't do that. He just he tries to make a trade until the last second. He's like, wait a second. No. Wait. I have no. successfully made in-draft <laughs> trades the last, like, five years, and it was my calling card. So the fact that we don't have keepers this year is yeah, going to really gonna hurt trades. me. But tough. I'm probably going to have an infant in one arm. I'm sorry, a newborn in one arm. Wait, you're having a baby? Um, oh, my God. Congratulations, uh, man. Congratulations. Now that the draft was pushed to the second, I'm and my other one just got scheduled for the first, 
there's a 100% chance that I have the baby, but we have the baby between the 31st and the third, which will basically wipe me out for both drafts. So, you know, it won't matter. Nothing matters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've had a rough day too, Logan. I've had a rough day. This is, this is a true story. At least a true story. story. I got in my car at like one thirty and just drove. I ended up in in a, in a closed movie theater parking lot, just thinking about life. So fun. Do we, yeah. do, we do we need to like take this off the pod and just talk to you, buddy? Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation. I mean, um, yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's they been a weird a, day. Well, um. On the on the good news, Bovada gave me my money back from all my bets. There we today. go. Good stuff. <laughs> Let's go. Um, DraftKings still hasn't responded to me, so fuck that. Also, the city of Minneapolis just declared a curfew, and my phone oh. is beeping at me for it. That's nice. Because yeah, I'm totally going out tonight. Oh, uh, boy. Well, um, yeah. congrats, Dan. That's so cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Good time, oh, man. Welcome, yeah. baby. It's a good one. Yeah, baby number three. So. I'll be Wait, real attentive. Two kids? I'll be real attentive this fantasy season. <laughs> Can I just say the only person that could ever complain about taking too long was uh, Lance the year he had his twins uh, a couple of years ago. Cause I think those babies were like five days old and he was, he was in that draft in and out. I don't think he complained once about how long it took. He oh, just laughed, <laughs> but yeah. for good reason. That's yeah, I, the last couple of years of the draft has been like an hour and a half, which is pretty damn good in a keeper league, a fourteen-team dynasty league. Yeah, guys, this league, this draft is going to take longer because forty players are back in it, forty picks. So, is there like a timer on the actual pick? What do you mean? <laughs> ninety yes. seconds. It's ninety oh, seconds. Okay. We usually do ninety know. seconds for the first like five, six rounds, and then we drop it to sixty seconds. Or 75 or something. Uh, and then people are like, oh, wait, it's not working. The timer went out. And so we have to undo it. And it'll be fun. No, that's, I think that's just a system error for the tool that we use more than anything. The site's great. Okay. Go the to the site. site. Before we leave, yeah, go to the website, uh, dynastytime.net. Um, you guys don't care, but I texted Dan yesterday when I figured out how to put the icons on the site and it was a great day. It's a no game way. changer. <laughs> Shut up, buddy. It's a game changer. Um, so Paul Rossman, who was complaining about all the tabs, there are a lot less tabs this year. So you're welcome. It's a pretty big deal. Also, I mean, if you have trouble finding the live draft tab this year, I'm just not going to answer you. So don't ask me where the live draft firm is you're an adult figure it out yeah there's an icon first Whoa, this see. Is, honestly this is this is good stuff really this is good <laughs> i think he's on twitter again no. um oh no wait there's nothing there good on twitter. look at those yeah there it is there's the icon yeah I'm checking this is a big this deal is, this is the, really uh, honestly I'm, i do think it helps not 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 being me this is nice this is really good there you go thank you there was i i I used the yahoo app last year for another league and i absolutely hated it 
and the fact that MFL actually has not the app is fine, but the mobile site now with those icons is so smooth with it's the first, the first thing you see it operates just like an app. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. So lie. it's, it's pretty good. So we Book can all get to the draft together. Yeah. The draft we'll terrible. The draft together. That's for sure. I will remind everybody every, let's say eight to 10 minutes to refresh your draft page. So that guy who was drafted two rounds ago, <laughs> who's still sitting in your queue, make sure he gets out of there. Um, but other than that, everything is good. Everything is good. That's easily my favorite part of the draft is when there are players <laughs> available to draft that have been drafted in like the first round. Yeah, like an hour ago. It's like, wait, Patrick Mahomes is still here. That's weird. <laughs> yes. Classic. Well, we'll get through it together. Um, anything hey. else before we, we leave on this marathon episode one of season two? All I got to say is – Oh, okay. We got two comments. I, I mean, Logan looks like he's going to pass out. No, so I'll be real quick. He has a baby. Come on. All I'm going to say is, I, Scott, I appreciate your work on figuring out all the shit with the scoring and the rosters. I would say there was a lot of opinions, but it mostly just mine and maybe two other people's opinions. But really vetting it all out. Obviously, everybody thinking the league knows that I'm a pretty harsh critic, I guess I'll call myself. But and I analyze everything to the death, but everything looks like it's in great fucking shape. And I'm really excited for the league going forward, kind of starting the second era of the league, if you will. So nice work. Logan, your turn. Am I like going to be this doing this like often or no? The podcast or what? Yeah. You, you can do it. As much or as little as you want, sir. No, I just didn't know if, like, I was brought in today and prepped for, like, Dan, like, having a Taking baby over. and, like, needing to, like, do this. And in which case do I have to, like, pay attention and take it serious? Or can I just continue to randomly show up when I want? Uh, <laughs> I think it's the latter. Okay. <laughs> But if Dan's not here and you're my co-host, uh, you should probably know what's going on. You know, well, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I never had any clue what's happening to anything other than my team, right? Like, whatever. And so, like, That's how I most need... people should be. Yeah, 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 right. No, that's not a bad thing. That's just how it works. But That's like... the whole point of the podcast is to get people to, you know, see what's going on out there. Yeah, but usually I don't just listen for when you talk about me. So... <laughs> Just 30-second skip until, oh, the NWO is up. Yeah. So, okay. Well, listen. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if you have to, you know, do some work like before try. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that appreciate for that. You? Okay. Absolutely. And I'm 100% all in to help in any way I can. It's going to be a, a very difficult year, a challenging year, I think, for the league, for – NFL for for and with everything else going on in the world, I'm very excited to have a nice fantasy football escape for um, for my sanity and for all of our sanity. So I'm looking forward to getting the league started. Thank you again. Um, I'll echo what Dan said, Scott, for getting everything up and running and looking good and, and smooth for this year. Um, and I hope that uh, as we go, with we make it through the season. And um, everyone is able to participate in the pod at some point to get involved. And, uh, we have a good time getting ready for um, 
what I'm really pumped about too is for one. So thank you again to both of you for letting me uh, join your party and be my sure. snarky self for a little bit. We're all excited for the reset next year. <laughs> uh, and I'm also really excited for all the hard work. It really wasn't that much work, but all that to go down the drain in week two when the entire Eagles team gets COVID and the season is canceled. So that'll be fun. Why the Eagles? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say the Patriots, but I, I felt like that was too close to home for C-City. So I, I figured nobody's an Eagles fan here, right? I'm a Miles Sanders fan. Come on. Well, I'm a – there's a Badger over there. Uh, what's his – Jesus. Marigold. What? Marigold. No, right? there's running back. Clement. Clement. Corey Clement, back. yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you is go. Is he still there? I don't know. Isn't Bo Allen play for them too? Don't they have like a few <laughs> Badgers? I'm sure. I think Bo Allen plays <laughs> Whatever. We got to leave. He, okay. he definitely used to. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Appreciate the kind words. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, probably post-draft will be our next podcast. Um, and then hopefully we can do this. We did a good job last year every week. Um, and I hope we get everybody on this year. We still have one person that has not been on. Uh, that would be, again, I can never remember his name. Lightning bolts, squats. What's his real Birds of prey. That's his actual team name. Um, so, yeah, we'll get him on at some point. But yeah, thanks for joining, and we'll see you in a in a week or two. And cut. <laughs>